Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford Issues is powered by Middle Tennessee Electric, who's helped provide light, comfort, and connection in our community since 1936. As your trusted energy advisor, MTE is always here to help. More online at MTE.com or download the My MTE app. It's our pleasure this morning to uh, chat with Dawn Roberts, the executive director of the Beasley Animal Foundation and Clinic on a very chilly, chilly day. And uh, Miss Dawn, staying warm, I hope. I'm trying my best, yes. <laughs> uh, you and everybody else, and uh, it's it's been brutally cold i'm not sure that we've seen air temperatures as cold uh as we've had uh this is colder than even december of 22 i think i think so yeah i don't know i think canada and minnesota need to come and get this weather back yeah (laughs) i was just talking to uh to scott this morning here at the station and it's like uh man I, i don't know how those folks do it well i have family in minnesota and for some reason it's it's a colder cold down here really so, yeah. That's just yeah. like it's a hotter uh, hot here than it is in Arizona. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. We just get the humidity that makes it colder and hotter. So. And I guess um, in Minnesota, you're used to, um, you know, shoveling and got snow blowers and all that kind of thing to um, to get the snow and uh, out of your exactly, driveways yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I talked to my cousins and we actually have more snow than they do right now. So. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. This can be um, especially hard on, um, well, first of all, Beasley being open. I'm sure that that's been uh, very difficult with the roads being bad here. Yeah, unfortunately, we've had to be closed all week. Um, so, you know, there's going to be three days of surgeries that we're going to have to reschedule. So we're just, you know, I'm just asking everyone to have patience and understanding because it is just too dangerous and my staff couldn't get out and I certainly didn't want pet parents to be out on the road and not being able to get out and then something happened to them so so the the rest of the week then the clinic uh we're planning on being open tomorrow so um yeah yeah that's the plan anyway so um hopefully the sun will help a little bit but yeah we're planning on being open tomorrow so it's not going to be quite as cold yeah let's hope that uh the sunshine does its thing even though it's still going to be below freezing the sun always helps with that it does. At least it makes you feel better at night. Yeah, that's true. So we were, I was kind of uh, trying to walk us into conversation here about um, while we may have difficulties, you know, we we know when to put on an extra layer and how to keep warm ourselves. But uh, for our animals, extra care has to go into that. Right. Yeah. I mean, if we're cold, um, you know, your dogs and cats are probably cold too, um, you know, and it's, it's going to be harder on your young, um, younger pets as well as your older pets. I mean, you know, we start aching with arthritis as we age and same with the dogs. So you just have to kind of just keep all that in mind when you're going out and just making sure that, you know, your vet, you have an annual vet visit and just kind of discuss all that with your vet to make sure that you have what you need in this kind of cold weather. Well, I know that um, our soon-to-be 16-year-old Westie is uh, walking a little slower and 
it's uh, she's not really bending those back legs. She's got some arthritis in the, those back knees, and so I'm sure just like us, when we say we can feel it in our bones and you know aches and and things in the colder weather, that happens with our animals too. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I've got an older one too that's got a issue with her back leg, and you know it's harder. I mean, got to be careful on the ice. You know, she's having a hard time even just being be able to walk and get around and stuff like that. So, you know, it's just, you just have to, you know, don't leave them out for long periods of time. Um, you know, your long haired, larger dogs, like my laps, they love being outside longer periods, but it's still a little bit too cold for them. But my little chihuahua, you know, the short, short haired, smaller dogs, you know, they can, the belly will touch the snow. You know, they probably can't stay out as long as, uh, you know, a bigger dog, like a Alaska Malamute or Great Pyrenees or things like that, but you still need to have shelter for those kind of animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my my little Chihuahua, she's <laughs> as she's going through the uh, through the backyard, it's almost like she's having to hop through it because it's uh, you know yeah. five inches is is a lot <laughs> for her. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah, they can bury their. You could almost have them buried. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, it, it, I, I I see people who um, will will put like a, a little jacket on their on their pups and I knew uh, back when I used to have horses and and showed horses and things of that nature you know big blankets uh, for them especially when we were traveling and things like that so um, I, I guess all of that is to say that there are some things out there you can do to keep your pets warm and those things can help too Right. Yeah. And I mean, just make sure that it's dry. I mean, if you go, if they're out and their sweater or whatever gets wet and cold, just make sure the next time they go out, you have a change of clothes. Like, I don't know how many sweaters my little chihuahua has, but, you know, just, just anything to kind of try to keep them cold. And, you know, if they have any health, um, you know, conditions like diabetes or, you know, cushions or anything like that, that will definitely um, mess with their being able to regulate their body temperature. Oh, that's a very good point. So, um, I guess there's usually a, a, a telltale sign if, if they're chilly, especially in, in dogs, maybe even other animals. They kind of do the little shiver thing. <laughs> yeah, whining and shivering. Um, you know, if they get anxious, stops moving or just seems weak or, you know, um, you know that could all be signs of hypothermia. I mean, it doesn't, when you're below zero, it does not take long for um, an animal to get hypothermia just like humans. So, um, you know, frostbite is a little bit harder to detect, but, you know, um, if you see any of those signs and they're just standing around, anxious, shivering, whining, just get inside and get them warmed up or consult your vet immediately just to make sure that there's nothing more you should be doing. Mm -hmm. Um, I know our dogs like to um, get under the blankets, but one in particular doesn't necessarily get under a blanket unless she's cold and um but they've all they've all tried to find a blanket or maybe even two blankets and crawl under the covers right. <laughs> exactly you know and you know with the um the tva is saying that you know we need to limit our household heat to 68 i mean there that might be cold to some of these dogs especially when they've been outside so just try to have a safe place for them to be and you know if you can't bring your dogs in or even your feral community cats you know just give them a shelter that is, you know, um, three-sided. And there is a new law that took effect last year that, you know, they have to be three-sided, protected from the weather, um, off the ground. Um, and straw is the best bedding to keep them warm. And you don't want to put a blanket because then if it gets wet, it just freezes and it makes them cold and things like that. So, um, you know, just 
if you can't bring them inside for the few days it's really cold, then just make sure that you have them set up correctly outside. And just watch out for heat sources. You know, you don't want to put a lamp in there and, and have it catch fire. Right. That that's a good point. And the uh, straw. What what makes that um, the best bedding? Is it because they can kind of burrow into it and burrow? It, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. And it does, I mean, and it, it's, you know, less, um, irritating to them. And then, like I said, you know, it, if they burrow and you put a lot in there, I mean, it, you know, it just might not, it just doesn't seek through. Like if you put a blanket, it's going to, the wet, the moisture is going to go all the way through and it just, and then it'll freeze and get cold. So, um, you know, straw is always, um, much more, you know, resilient to the cold weather. Joining us today, Dawn Roberts, the executive director of the Beasley Animal Foundation and Clinic today. We're talking about some um, animal safety and cold weather. And Dawn, this is a cold snap that is going to wind up being a week long. You know, it's going to get uh, cold right. again this weekend. So um, it, it's, it's abnormal for us. So it's abnormal for our animals, too. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's just something that you know, they all they might like it at first, but you know, my dogs have been spending less and less time outside. I guess the colder it is, too. I mean, it makes a big difference when it's zero versus twenty. <laughs> right, right. What about our larger animals like um, uh, horses and you know goats and whatnot, uh, farm animals that we might have? I mean, it's just not feasible to bring them inside. Hopefully, you've got maybe a, a stable or whatnot, but. Um, sometimes those animals just have to be out in the elements. Right. Yeah. And I mean, the main thing is that they can have like a shelter to get away from the wind and, um, and the weather if they need to, um, you know, as far as horses and cat, I mean, as long as they have food, hay is, um, the best thing for them that just generates heat with them. Um, goats, you know, they're easier to contain in a closed in area Mm -hmm. and everything, but you know, cows, you really can't keep anywhere and, you know, my horses are out 24-7, but, you know, the older animals, you know, the older horses, you might need to put a blanket to just help give them a little bit more warmth. But, you know, the way that, you know, these animals, livestock animals are, are you know, made, they have the tools with their coats to be able to withstand a lot of these temperatures as long as they can get away from the wind and the weather. Um, so having a run-in or a line of trees or something like that, and then just all the hay they can eat, that should be enough to, you know, keep them warm and get them through this. And fresh water. You just have to make sure that the water, you've got to keep them drinking. And that's a good point as well about water because water is going to freeze. So you've, you've got to make sure that they have fresh water and don't just expect, you know, to water them once a day and they have water for all day because it's going to freeze. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're going to have to, if you don't have a tank heater or heated buckets or anything and, you know, depending on how big your herd is or whatever and goats and stuff, you know, I saw that, you know, you can use a crock pot for like, you know, for chickens or for goats or something and plug that in and that keeps the water warm. But, you know, you'll have to go out and break the ice or have tank heaters or something like that to keep water because you just need to keep them drinking. You know, um, I'll, had never heard about a crock pot, but I guess turning it on warm or whatnot, and it's it's going to just keep it um, from yep. freezing. So that's that's a great idea there. Um, yep. Let's see. Um, anything else? Uh, well, let's talk about cats and cars because um, especially if you've got an outside cat or a feral cat, 
um, they like to find some place warm, and I, I don't know why, but they really like to get under the uh, under the car, don't they? Right. Well, you know, if it's been running, if you, I mean, it, it's warm. The engine is warm, so that's where they'll seek, you know, shelter and everything. So, yeah, you always want to go before you start your car or move it. You always want to go make some noise, pound on it or something, and you know, make sure that their cat doesn't come crawling out of there before you start it, because um, you know. Getting stuck in the engine can cause, you know, da- injury to them. And then, you know, you know, I've heard stories where a cat has made miles of trips in a vehicle. So, and then they're away from their home. So, yeah, you just always want to make sure that you make some noise and look and make sure that there's no cat that's kind of taking refuge in the warm vehicle. I've I've heard of people honking the horn or just something to make noise and yeah. th- that'll scare them out. Yeah, scare them away. Yeah, exactly. Um, another thing to ask you about here are um (laughs) the paws on your dogs and we have these little booties and they're it's really hard to put them on because they don't like them number one right (laughs) and and but they're little rubber booties and um so we, we tried that for a little bit and number one they were hard and they would fall off and they would you know flip them off and things like that just to just to get them off their paws but I guess take an extra long look at those and just make sure that that they're warm and not cracked and that kind of thing, right? And the cold? Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, the cold can, you know, the cold and snow and ice can, you know, just kind of like our hands get chapped and everything in winter. You know, just want to take a look at them, make sure that they're not being, you know, um, cracked up or starting to bleed from the effects of the snow. You know, if you've got like, uh, paws that have like the long hair, you know, you want to make sure that there's no, no snow packed in there or anything like that. And then also you should always just get in the habit of, you know, especially if you're going walking in the neighborhood, um, just wipe them off because, you know, a lot of the icers and the salt that's used to clear our roads is toxic to pets. So you don't want them coming in and licking their paws and everything. So, you know, an antifreeze, and, you know, there could be antifreeze around, on the roads and driveways and stuff now with people making sure their cars are, are good, but you just want to make sure that you wipe out down your pet's paws just so that, you know, they're not going to be looking at anything that can cause them, you know, any harm or anything like that. And uh, a lot of people like to take um, their pets on car rides. And, you know, in the summertime, we always hear, you know, don't leave your pet in the car because it can get, um, extremely hot inside the car in the summertime i would assume the same would be the case uh in the winter it can get really cold really quickly absolutely yeah i mean it just you can you know if you get stuck somewhere or you're at the store or you just decide to take your pet somewhere and you i mean it's gonna your vehicle is going to get cold very quickly um so you know in this kind of weather it's just better to kind of keep them at home just so that you know, if something happens and you're in the ditch, you just have yourself to worry about. You don't have to, your pets to worry about. And, you know, kind of that's kind of our thinking in closing the clinic is, you know, when it was one degree this morning, I'd hated to think that my pet parents were going to be out on the road. And a lot of them live on side roads that aren't plowed. And I would just hate to think that something had happened to them. Yeah. Um, and d- d- do you find that animals eat a little more in the really cold weather? Yeah, I mean, mind you, you just want to, I mean, you don't, you know, a lot of people think that an overweight pet or with extra little bit extra padding is going to do better in the, you know, the winter. But, you know, there is, you know, health, um, 
you know, um, risks to having a pet that has too much weight on them. So you know, want to keep them always at a, you know, a healthy weight and your vet can help you determine what that is. Um, but yeah, you're, they're going to need a little bit of extra energy. And so you do, you're probably going to need to bump up their food a little bit, especially if they're going to be outside playing and in the, in the snow and things like that, just to kind of give them the extra energy that they need to kind of keep, keep themselves warm and keep them, you know, from losing a lot of weight. Yeah. Well, I had to put my little chihuahua on uh, a, a bit of a, I'm calling it a diet modification, but the, uh, the veterinarian suggested, um, a little less food and to make them make sure that she doesn't feel like she's really, really hungry to eat green or feed them green beans. So yeah, yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah. Green beans, you know, anything like that, that's got less calories and yet they still think they're getting something. So. Yeah. Dawn, yeah. uh, stay warm. Thanks for uh, sharing these tips here today on uh, cold weather and our pets. You're welcome. Thank you again for having me and you stay warm too. Will do. That is Dawn Roberts. All right. With the Beasley Animal Foundation and Clinic joining us here on Rutherford Issues, be sure to go to WGNSRadio.com slash listen to watch or hear your favorite shows on WGNS, AM, FM, online, and, of course, Big G TV on demand. Have a good day.